At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm sorry, Ellie. Can you remind me what I'm doing here? Oh, okay, at top of the hour. We are presented by BetMGM. Sorry, I'm excited. We've got a pick six in the Music City Bowl. Let's go. Wow. In the span of what, like 10 seconds there of game time, it. we've got two touchdowns on the board, baby. Iowa up 13 nothing. Now, here's the thing. So we got 13 points, and I've got this thing over, <laughs> over the 31. Um I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I feel like this would force, look, Kentucky's going to have to throw the ball. They're getting uber aggressive. I mean, the reason why Iowa uh, picked off that ball, because again, um, Destin Wade was going downfield. Now, he hasn't been successful going downfield, and it was a terrible read, but they've been pretty aggressive, Kentucky, in terms of their passing attack. And I, I don't know what he was looking at here. They're showing her like a replay. Yeah, it was just a terrible throw. He had essentially like a post. It was well covered up, and he threw it behind him and over him. And uh, Iowa returns that for a touchdown. So we've got two touchdowns on the board in the span of seconds in this game. So I think this would look for for the Iowa standpoint, Danny. It doesn't help me because I think immediately now in this game, Iowa's just going to go into yep. no wide receivers and just run the ball, right? And try to burn the clock, even though we're only in the second quarter with 11.50 left to go. But from Kentucky's standpoint, when you're down, got to get a little bit more aggressive, and that means one of two things, right? You can get some big plays, or you can get some sloppy plays that would lead to turnover, short fields, and scoring opportunities. So we will see. But um, I would say, as much as I love getting two touchdowns pretty quickly here, I think you can kind of make the case. Let's see what the end game number is right now. Yeah, 36 and a half. I think you make the case that you go under that number, right? right? Just like given the fact that Kentucky offensively really hasn't shown anything and that Iowa just might choke the life out of them and win this game like 20, 24, nothing maybe. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. Like at this point, it's almost like because of how much it adjusted, like it was 10 points lower than this before you got the first score, maybe even more than that. And now all the way up to there, I wouldn't hate the idea of going to the under. And look, that's what we talked about. The defense could produce the best offense in this game to help aid you to your total going over. And there you go, a touchdown with an Iowa interception. Uh, what about this? Again, I'm, I'm not saying it because I, I don't know if I'm going to actually get there, but I think the price is intriguing, JVT. Mm. First half total at BetMGM is at 20 in the hook. The unders plus 115. I mean, it's been very, very hard in terms of a normal offensive standpoint for these teams to get in that red zone territory. If I was defense is still going to hold strong at worst, 
you're probably surrendering a field goal. And you talk about Iowa's offense, if they're going to turn to being more conservative, they'll take a lot of time off the clock and not be as aggressive, maybe on a third and long, third and short, whatever it may be, and then they could settle for a field goal. I don't know. I I think the under would be worth some consideration because of the plus money. So here we go. Kentucky gets the ball back, and we'll see if they can do something. I mean, a decent start for somebody to bet this thing over, but not really. The first touchdown is what we always use. Like like I always a term when we talk about these in-game, right? Sustainable. Um, But obviously the second touchdown, not. But who knows? Maybe a score like that really helps you out in the grand scheme of things. Uh, for this matchup. So we'll see if that is the case, but a 14-0 lead for Iowa in that matchup. Uh, Also worth updating here, Kansas State and Alabama, some special teams mishaps, it seems. I don't know what's happening here. So uh, Alabama scores, takes a 14-10 lead. On the ensuing kickoff, uh, Kansas State returner kind of tapped the ball into the end zone but didn't get control of it, so it bounced out. Uh, I don't know what what the ultimately, what the call was, but Kansas State does have the ball right now, and... um, See what I don't know. We'll see what exactly happened there in terms of what transpired on the kickoff and where Kansas State's going to take this. I saw an offsides flag, but I don't. Yeah, think... I didn't understand that. Why did they say Alabama was offsides? That's what I saw too. on a kickoff too, right? So unless maybe yeah. maybe they got bailed out and uh, one of the um, one of the gunners, if you will, like I don't know, was uh, ahead of the kicker, which generally sometimes you'll see happen. So we'll see if the Kansas State oh. gets bailed out there. But it does look like they're going to re-kick this thing. And Alabama, yeah, was called offsides. So. A missed opportunity for the Crimson Tide as Kansas State seemingly uh, flubbed that up a little bit there. Man, this this Kentucky offense is uh, is something. I'll tell you that much. Kind of in though. Kind of in. I think we got this. All right, this is going to be a touchback. Kansas State's going to take over. All right, let's go back because I, I didn't really hit on this. I wanted to go back to these um, semifinal matchups really quickly and get your thoughts, Danny. As uh, by the way, fives across the board again painted for Ohio State and Georgia. Uh, the, the angles that we did not hit yet on these games. First off, let's go to TCU and Michigan. Uh, as uh, one more eight pops up on the board, um, total wise, this goes from fifty nine to fifty seven in some spots. There's, and there's there's a wide range of totals right now. There's fifty seven on the board. There's fifty eight in the board. Uh, one spot out here in town still has the opener of fifty nine, at least on the screen. So if you want to go out there, if you're here in Las Vegas, you want to trek over to the wind and see if they still got that fifty nine up on the board, you can go and do that and bet that under uh, as well. But I'll ask you from a total standpoint how you see TCU Michigan playing out and whether you think it's correlated to a side. Yeah, I agree with the movement toward the under here from 59 to 57 in the hook, which you said you see consensus-wise, except for the one book at the win having 59. So I don't hate the idea of betting this thing under, but considering I'm already on the side of Michigan, I don't necessarily want to double dip. I don't tend to like to do that. But if you don't have anything with a side, you are looking for something with a total, I do think that would be the way to approach it. And I feel like a lot of betters would be afraid to do so because if you're just looking at the averages, yeah, Michigan can really kill you offensively, but a lot of times you're going up against some of the weaker competition in the Big Ten. Now, I understand that they put up, what, 40-plus against Ohio State. All of that is recognized, but this is a different type of game. You don't want to completely be vulnerable to allowing your offense to make mistakes early on, so I think you're going to have a little bit more conservative play calling out of the Michigan side to begin this game and then for TCU yeah they have their air raid offense Max Duggan virtually against Kansas State every other play was a chuck up downfield hoping for a catch or you know a pass interference the old Joe Flacco strategy but uh, I think Michigan's defense as we've stated before and it is obvious they are really good and they're good enough to limit TCU on a consistent basis so I think it could be a lower scoring game if it does go over I think it's going to be one you're not going to get there to like the very end and it's going to be a touchdown toward the end like I kind of said why I bought down at seven with Michigan I think TCU could get a very late game touchdown to maybe push you over but JVT I think also too you may just be better off waiting because we do still know that these offenses are capable of scoring fast right especially TCU so if you do get that abrupt scoring in the beginning stages of this game even though I think you may not but if you do then you could get a better opportunity to take an under on an adjusted price so I lean under, haven't done anything. I feel stronger about the Michigan side, but I agree with the initial movement going in that direction. Uh, sorry, I'm like, uh, I'm may, I'm looking. I think did they bring Adrian Martinez into this game? Is I'll double check to see if um, he was well, in a little bit earlier. I saw. So are they go? Are they going with a couple of guys? Like maybe yeah, they like quarterback be. system. So obviously, this is the benefit, not not the benefit of watching these games. 
uh, live and without sound, though. So it does look like Howard's back out there. So it looks like they're switching up packages and putting uh, Martinez out there for a couple of plays here and there to switch things up because Howard is back out there on a third and 11. And he is, uh, nah, yeah, they are going to convert a third and 11. How about that? You know, throw short of the sticks, not the best idea, uh, but they still get that done. Uh, so, by the way, great breakdown. It's not like I was ignoring you. Uh, I would agree with everything. <laughs> and I think what, what's going to be interesting, too, from this match, we haven't really talked. We talk a lot about TCU. What's been interesting to watch with J.J. McCarthy and his development as a passer, Danny, is like we've seen a couple of these games where he's performed relatively well, but the last three games for him, when you're talking about Illinois, Ohio State, and Purdue, uh, he has been putting the ball in danger quite a bit. Uh, he's got four turnover-worthy plays over the last three games. J.J. McCarthy does. And that's something where, if you're looking at it from that standpoint against TCU, um, how often you put the ball in danger and giving an extra possession to a team that does have some potential on offense is going to be something to watch because I think I mean frankly I thought the Purdue game he had he ended up with a pretty good PFF passing grade um, I was kind of surprised it was as high as it was I, I didn't think he was incredible against Purdue especially the two turnover worthy plays he committed were pretty bad including the one interception uh, but I'm like. This isn't me questioning J.J. McCarthy. He's played relatively well, although, you know, overall, it's been pretty average. But I, I do wonder if those, like, that weird J.J. McCarthy play where he, you know, just kind of laces it to a defender, if that's going to pop up here against TCU. But Harbaugh's going to put him in position to be successful. As far as the total is concerned, like the question I asked you, I would tend to, even regardless of side, think that this is going to be a lower-scoring game, given what we know about Michigan. And frankly, I think TCU defensively, they're not very good but they're like an explosive defense, right? In that they can get tackles for losses. They can stuff you behind the line of scrimmage on runs. Like those are the kind of things that you have the potential of TCU and making this a little bit more of an ugly affair, although the explosive plays could still be there. Wanted to note, uh, Ohio State and Georgia, we are starting to see some totals flash now, Danny. So as we've we talked about, right, the side was the move here down to five at a couple of spots. 62 is still the predominant total, but 62 and a half are starting to appear. Again, one shop at 63 and a half. There's a couple of 63s out there, too. So it does seem maybe a slight move to the over as we're getting closer to this game. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I would think this is correlated. I think if Ohio State, if the market's right in driving this number toward Ohio State, I would assume it correlates to this game going over because Ohio State is going to have some offensive success here. Yeah, and I vocalized that. Look, I like Georgia in this game. I haven't done anything. I've been contemplating just getting involved with the total instead because, like you said, if the market is putting more trust into Ohio State, you would believe that would correlate with this being a higher-scoring affair because if Ohio State is covering – that would lead to C.J. Stroud having a good game. Ohio State scoring a lot of points offensively because we know Georgia probably is going to be capable of doing so, and Ohio State will at some point uh, be able to overcome this dominant Georgia defense. So, I, yeah, I, I was curious your thoughts there, too, because this was one that I'm – you know, didn't originally seek out, but the fact that it didn't go too crazy to the over, but you're seeing slight movement, I believe that is the right direction. And the fact that you could still get some 62s, I'm tempted to go that way. We've seen this happen with Ohio State in so many bowl efforts, right, JVT? I mean, yep. you know, think about last year with the Rose Bowl. I get it's different, but years prior even, it's just a higher scoring, higher scoring affair with these Buckeyes. And I think the same persists in this matchup. Yeah, I think, like, when I say it correlates too, I mean, like, look, look at some of these past matchups. Uh, just this season, right? Uh, it was 49 to 3 against Oregon, but that game, I remember it went under by the hook because I had the under, but that game went under. When you're talking about the uh, Florida game that, that fell right on a 62 total like this, uh, suffocating Tennessee, winning that game 27 to 13, I feel like that is how Georgia has won a lot of these games that they've shown up for. Yep. So we'll see if that's going to be the case. All right, come back, give you some in game updates on these matchups, and also, of course, look ahead to our bowl games that we have left for the New Year Six. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet... 
there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I feel like um, I feel like I've got a problem. I really have not been paying as much attention as I should to this uh, Sugar Bowl because I am just eyes locked in on the Music City Bowl. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's not going well for the offensive execution of Kentucky. We'll, we'll just put it like that. Uh, pass protection has been pretty poor. Iowa's, you know, bringing blitzes and stunts and getting these guys. And again, uh, Kentucky quarterback, um, Destin Wade, I believe. I can't remember his name already. Um, brought down in the backfield yet again. So this is going well. This is going well. I still have faith. Give me another, like, defensive touchdown and, you know, some shenanigans. We'll get in. We were talking about this off the air. I should bring this to the air. Um, what did I say? No, I didn't say this on the air. I, I was talking about how I think there, there was an over in this game, Danny, but mm-hmm. the the angle might have been over on Iowa team total, not over for the game, right? And needing Kentucky to do its part from an offensive standpoint because it does not look good. And with Iowa 14 early points, they, they are dangerously close to already going over their team total. That was probably the angle to go with, not so much asking Kentucky to pull its weight offensively. Yeah, but I, you know, even still, and it's a little bit easier to say that too. I, I mean, at that point, you really had to be banking on and predicting a, a defensive interception or something to put you in a scoring position, which we did talk about. But no, I get what you're saying here. I mean, Iowa's defense has been fairly stout the entirety of the season, so um, yeah, it would have been nice. But hey, I, I still got faith in you, buddy. I, I think you'll get there. I'm not, I'm not ready to give up just yet. But it's so funny, just like watching the developments of this game of. You liking the over, no scoring. It's like, all right, just as we thought, two quick scores, great for you. But at the same time, you're worried because it's been two quick scores. It's just such such a unique oh. game and a, and a betting opportunity. You got to love it. It's like we talked about the second they went up 14 to nothing. What was the first thing we said? Probably look to bet this thing under now because like that's, right. <laughs> that is not going to be, especially when it spiked to 36 and a half. Like you knew that there was like, yeah. that's probably high. And even right now, like if for those who, like, and they just got taken off the board, but 
it just went, it was 32 and a half up until like this punt that we're going to see right now. So, um, ooh, punt return for a touchdown. I'll take it. I'll take it. If it happens, I'm not saying it did. I'm just, you know, trying to speak it into existence. Almost got a blocked punt. Would have taken that too. Uh, fair catch, Iowa. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, fair catch called for, but uh, Kentucky just absolutely <laughs> obliterates the kid who's trying to make the fair catch. So it's going to be uh, move this thing up a little bit for the Hawkeyes. The other update really quickly before we get to our other bowl games, Kansas State goes for and converts a fourth and one. So they're going to get a fresh set of downs here. They trail Alabama 14 to 10. We've got about six minutes left to go in this second quarter. Alabama six and a half. They'll call it now five and a half point favorite with a total of 51 and a half, 61 and a half. Uh, scratch that. You've, you've been watching this a little bit more than I have. Has anything stuck out so far? Uh, Kansas State is in Alabama territory now. They're at about the 30-yard line. It's kind of just been the switch of the rhythms and momentums in this game. I mean, of course, Kansas State started out with it, and offensively they were moving the ball, but it was a bend don't break mentality for Bama until they let that huge run come through, and then they were down 10 nothing. But it's the spark that Alabama needed, obviously, considering that they just came back with two straight touchdowns. So maybe they needed that kind of kick in the rear end to get them motivated and go, look, you can't get embarrassed on this national stage. You're better than this. You still have your talented players out there. Let's go and act like it. So you finally have seen that from Alabama. Uh, Look, Kansas State, we know this. And a reason why you liked Kansas State, JVT, is their offense is still very dynamic. They can move the ball. And Alabama has been vulnerable on the defensive side away from home in multiple situations. So, I, from an in-game standpoint, look, you just wait right now. I still think Alabama is the right side and they're going to come through. But the fact that Kansas State is still finding a way to move the ball, they're probably going to get a score here before the half and then see if you can get a better number with Bama. And look, at three in the hook, I don't hate it. Ideally, you could get lower than three with Bama. And I think that's a go sign, which we did see earlier when we were talking to Michael. You know, he said he saw the plus money with Bama and hopped in and completely agreed with his sentiment wanting to do that. It's it's uh, it's rare that you get Bama like that in a situation. This season's been a little bit different, but against a team like Kansas State, who I think they should be better than, I think you got to take advantage of those chances if and when you get them. Uh, we should just say uh, Deuce Vaughn's great. So he just got yeah. he only got like a one yard gain, but he was he was tackled and thrown, and he spins around, keeps his balance, and still fights for like an extra yard. <laughs> so it's like what Tariq Cohen did, and when you know in, in his short prime that he had with the Bears, they called him the human joystick, just bouncing around. And you would think he would be easy to get tackled and clobbered, but he just goes off guys and keeps staying up. And yeah, that's exactly what he does too. Danny always bringing it back to the Chicago Bears, always Absolutely. bringing it back. Uh, all right, so big fourth down here for Kansas State. Again, they trail 14-10, and they have a fourth, and we'll call it like four, fourth and three, uh, and they are going to go. They're going to line up to go for it at least right now. So unless they do the stupid, like, try to get them off sides. I, I would love to see the numbers. In our world of analytics and tracking, I would love to see the numbers on how successful the try to get them to jump off sides thing is. By the way, uh, it is not. It's play action down the middle, and they're going to get a first and goal. Kansas State down to the five-yard line, so – uh, good call to go for it. Better play call and a play action over the middle, and they're going to get a fresh set of downs in a goal-to-go situation. So, love it. Love it. Aggressive. JVT, don't you almost think when, when teams do that, when you clearly know for the most part, at least in the NFL, that they're not going to go for it, you should obviously or honestly just kind of reverse it when you do the fake hike, 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 like on the third one with a second left snap it, catch them off guard because no one's actually expecting you to do that. Because like it's that it doesn't happen and it never works. I don't know. Switch it up. Uh, and also, we should note too, and this is why, like, this is smart play calling. They ran it on that third and eight to set up the fourth and four. That should mm-hmm. that that's a pretty clear indication you're probably going for it on fourth down. Right. However, there have been dumber play callers in the world that would run it on a third <laughs> and eight and then still kick the ball on fourth and four. But it did seem pretty clear that potentially Kansas State was going for it on this first down. By the way, they're going to get called for a false start, so get pulled back a little bit going to replay this down so first and goal again for kansas they're going to be back to the about 10 yard line or so uh, in this goal to go drive against alabama the madden player in me would say no problem man more space to work with you know what i mean you don't want to get right. tied on the line of scrimmage <laughs> now my playbook's open so i don't know if actual ball coaches think that way but uh the madden player inside of me says let's go playbook's open now a little bit more uh all right so let's talk about some of these bowl games we got coming up give you the floor here for this first one cotton bowl Number 16, Tulane, taking on number 10, USC. Uh, this is interesting for many reasons. Tulane, uh, one of the best cover teams in the country behind that Oregon State squad that got it done in their bowl game to take that title so far. USC, a two-point favorite, total of 63 or 64, depending on where you shopped, Danny. I think a lot of people would look at this and go, USC, under three? 
give me the Trojans. Do you go that way? Hey, look, that is everybody's initial thought, but there's a reason why they're such at a short price right now. Uh, we know that Jordan Addison is not going to be playing their top wide receiver. And look, yes, that makes an impact, but still on paper, you would think USC should be the more talented team with great coaching behind Lincoln Riley. Their defense is what scares you here because you could say whatever you want about level of competition, players that they have, uh, strength the schedule. But at the end of the day, if the Green Wave have a great offense, it's still going to persist against a what I would consider an overrated USC defense. It is not necessarily overrated, but like, yeah, they're allowing 28 points per game, which is certainly more on the too much side. But it, it should be worse if they're actually playing against stronger competition because those numbers got the benefit of the doubt from who they were playing at the beginning of the year. So it doesn't shock me to think that Tulane could hang in this one and potentially win. I think the smarter play, JBT, or rather maybe the safer play would just be to expect that this is going to be a higher scoring affair and bet the over. You haven't missed really the worst of the number. It hasn't been that drastic of a movement. I think it could be a complete back and forth battle. Wouldn't be shocked if Tulane wins, but I'd rather just sweat out this game to have a lot of points. Yeah, and I think the, the what you're kind of hitting at too with this, uh, the one thing that I think that I would caution anybody looking to roll in there yeah USC's defense stinks right like it's like when you look at those FBS numbers like if we're talking about like EPA per play and, and by the way it popped up in a really big way against Utah uh, 114th in the country Danny uh, EPA per play defensively USC 125th against the run um, I'm gonna go with that's not very good fourth and goal for Kansas State really quick wow. they're going for it again they're not gonna get it that's a missed opportunity I, Will the Howard had, trip too. Yeah, that sucks. Will Howard had his guy open right there at the pylon and just kind of airmailed it. So Alabama's going to take over first and 10 um, at their own two, we'll call it. Yeah, that's a little, oh, that's a missed opportunity big time. Man. I have, by the way, for those who don't know, I have three and a half here on Kansas State because I bet it like a month ago and I'm really hoping I can get in on a bad number. Not the case. So USC defensively, I'm really interested to see how they operate here because I, I don't think that that's going to be something that they're going to be able to generate some consistent stops. And it does speak to where we're looking at this total, by the way, too, right? 63 up to 64 in some spots. So, all right, when we come back, we have plenty left to get to. We'll get to some of these other matchups uh, in a bowl game. Specifically, when I come back, I want to talk to Danny about Penn State and Utah. Uh, you know, I have... I was listening to a lot of analysis and reading a bunch, and I got you know I got a sense, Danny. I think this Penn State team's kind of like sneaky, kind of really good. But we'll talk about that in this matchup with Utah and what we've seen from the Nittany Lions throughout the schedule so far, and that maybe, just maybe, the market's sleeping on how good this Penn State game uh, team could be in this matchup against Utah. That's that and more coming back here on Live Bet Saturday. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Oh, come on now. Become a VSAN Pro subscriber today. Only 79 bucks gets you access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today. You're going to get 20 bucks to buy VSAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. It's a limited time offer, so sign up now. Get VSIN Pro access to the end of March Madness at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Touchdown, Iowa, baby. Pick six, the second one of the day. Yeah. And Iowa, with an extra point coming up here, leads 20 to nothing over Kentucky. Give me 12 more. Come on, let's go. We could get this there. Let's do this. <laughs> Come on now. I need 11 points. It's all we need. Will we get there? JBT, I'm happy for you, buddy. Look, it, it's coming through again. The defense is the best offense in this game, and good for you. I was coming through. But, hey, like you said, I mean, I would team total. You would have been sitting comfortably in the first half. Could you imagine you're betting it over and on I when you cash it before the first half ends? That would have been remarkable. Right. Well, but, well, no, with, you're looking strong. With two, with one offensive touchdown, right? Like that, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the perfect way to do it is Iowa over their team total in the first half, but with one offensive touchdown and, like, one one positive drive. So this is going swimmingly uh, right now. In game total now, as of this as of this point. See, okay, now I'm tempted. So we're back up to 36 and a half. That, at least from what I have been keeping track of, that is the highest I have seen this in game total at now for this game. Again, I go back to that 
do you go under the 36 and a half? Because Kentucky, we are not, I, Danny, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say that the only score we get from Kentucky is a pitiful, I don't want to get shut out field goal at the end of the game, right? Like kind of like we saw Florida in the Las Vegas, right? The Las Vegas Bowl. One of the most pathetic field goals I've ever seen. In a meaningless bowl game, you decide to kick a field goal so you don't get shut out. Like you're probably just getting that from Kentucky if they can get in position under 36 and a half again, and it's already down to 35 and a half. I think that's the way you're going. I think, I, I mean, at least I think you got to look at it. If you do want to bet this total under, you definitely want to have it over 35, which is where it's at right now, 35 in the hook. Because I, I could see at least Kentucky getting like a late game touchdown to do the same, right? I was like, all right, you know, they not that they give up, but like at that point, Kentucky finally pushes it through and Iowa will probably give you one more score. So uh, 14 at this point obviously gets you to 35. And now that it's at 35 in the hook, I think if you want to jump in, I'd be fine with doing it. You got a little bit of the juice to the under minus 115, but yeah, realistically, you're not going to get a score before this half. At most, it's going to be, you know what? I'm rooting for a score, honestly, at the end of this half, because I want even a higher number, but hey, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I think it'd still be fine over 35. Should also point out, so two things here. First off, uh, first half total over with that pick six. First half total was 15 and a half, so uh, we are over (laughs) in that one. Uh, Also, I mean, realistically, if you're Kentucky, right? Like the way this is going, what are you doing dropping back, right? Like, there's there's 90 seconds left. You yeah. really think you're going like, all right, let's get downfield. Let's dink, 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 and then we'll get we'll get a field goal out of this drive in, the, in our two-minute drill. We totally got something going here. Uh, you don't want to, like, quit on a game as they're showing a lot of sad Kentucky fans in the stands, but the way your offense has been going, it's not like you're spreading them out and getting yourself in good field position to get a score. No, you're, you're really not. Again, yeah, you've been watching this one closer than I have, but... Man, if, if you're not getting anything this entire first half, you've thrown two interceptions, what can you look to adjust at this point on? I I, I just, sorry, I got really excited there for a moment because uh, I think that was, uh, I think it was uh, McLean. Yeah, it was McLean who had, like hit an open space of grass and turned on the Jets. I was like, ooh, is he going to break this one? Are we going to get another time? <laughs> no, not the case. Uh, Kentucky just down to like their own 35-yard line. And smartly, uh, just kind of letting the clock run because they're really not going to do anything else here. So, yeah. Um, Get out of bounds. Let's go. Give me a field goal. Okay. All right. All right. That's what I'm talking. Yeah. Get us. Get us one more score, and then I'll probably be jumping in if it uh if it gets a little bit more of an adjustment. Right now, Kentucky. Like if we're if we're talking about like we'll call it like a second and one on their own. Mm, what are we talking? Like 39 yard line or so. So um, and uh, not the best conditions to kick a long field goal. Jermaine Burton into the end zone, 12 yard reception, mm-hmm. and Alabama as a touchdown here over Kansas State. So as we go back to that game, uh, Danny, the missed opportunity on a goal-to-go situation looms large. For those who haven't been watching this, it was an 18-play, 73-yard drive that took up 10 minutes and 30 seconds for Kansas State that ultimately ended on a fourth and goal where Will Howard airmailed the pass to a wide-open receiver right at the pylon. Like, it would have taken some nice footwork, but he would have gotten in for a touchdown. And so now Alabama takes that right downfield, six plays, 86 yards, and gets a touchdown. And they're going to go up 21-10 with 10 seconds left to go in the second quarter. First half numbers here as well, because where are we at? 21-10? So this game, this first half total is going to go over uh, with that score there. And uh, Alabama is going to cover. That was pretty big, too. They're going to cover that first half line of five or five and a half, depending on where you shop. So a uh, big score here. And uh, for Kansas State, Danny, a massive swing over the last like four minutes of gameplay. Yeah, look, uh, you agree with them going forward on the fourth downs is a better. You got to love that because your coach is being aggressive and he realizes you're not going to beat Alabama by settling for field goals. And it's a bowl game. So, uh, yeah, you have the game to lose. But realistically, what do you have to lose unless you're in the college football playoff? So you like that assertiveness. Kansas State didn't execute. You have to take advantage of that against a Crimson Tide. They're going to make you pay for it, and that's what they did. Look, they woke up the beast when Alabama was trailing 10-0, and ever since then it's been the Crimson Tide show, and you could have got them at a slight underdog price. And now you're looking, and they're laying 14 in the hook. I'm kind of looking at this total as well, JBT. I mean, what did it close, like 58, 58 in the hook, and now it's at just 59 in the hook? With Alabama's offense coming alive, we know that Kansas State has been able to move the ball virtually every possession. They just haven't executed. They execute on the one big run. They had to settle for a field goal on another, and then they just didn't get the touchdown on an errant throw. 
I'd maybe consider betting this thing over, JBT. I don't think Alabama's letting up, and obviously Kansas State's playing from behind, and they're going to keep moving the ball. I don't know what's happening here. So, I, I mean, I guess, I don't know, maybe you're giving yourself a, a chance at a big special teams play. Um, Iowa's called all their timeouts so they can force Kentucky to punt the ball back to them with 12 seconds left to go in the second quarter. Um, again, unless you're just hoping that your punt team can kind of get there and get a block and maybe you get a special teams touchdown out of this, I don't know why you're calling timeouts to get the ball back to what, I was go- what I'm going to assume is either a kneel or a run into the line of scrimmage. Kind of a weird sequence here for Iowa, uh, but they have. we're going to get the ball back here, and this is going to be... A fair catch. So good thing Iowa called all those timeouts so they can get the ball back to do I don't know what with. But 21 nothing. I can't wait to see what the second half total is going to be, right? That is the uh, yeah. that is the time where you can probably get in, and we'll see what that's going to be like uh, for this second half. It's going to be 10 and a half? No, it might be. It's going to be like 14 and a half, right? It uh, might be. Yeah, it's going to be somewhere in that range. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be 14. If it's 14 and a half, that's going to be an under. But... All right, we'll have to see this. I can't wait to see what's going to happen here. All right, so in-game update really quickly because we were talking about the score, 14.5 for Alabama, total of 59.5. Let's get to this Rose Bowl that I was mentioning. So Penn State, Utah. Utah, as I mentioned, uh, two-point favorite in this game against Penn State. Uh, We'll call this total 53.5, and and I should say 2.5 over at BetMGM with a total of 52.5. So I, I alluded to this, Danny, in terms of like how good this team is, Penn State, um, and how like kind of sneaky good they could be. If you kind of roll through what we've seen from Penn State right this season, it's been a really quiet ten and two year. Like for a team that's like ten and two, never really in a, a realistic conversation about a college football playoff, never really threatening for like a national title. And the two losses are to uh, two playoff teams, right? Michigan and Ohio State. One of them they got smoked. The other it was a ridiculous ending uh, against Ohio State that ultimately ended in a forty-four thirty-one loss. And they played that one really well. Ultimately, could have pulled that off. But Dan, if you look at some of these other results for Penn State outside of the first week, Penn State is quietly smoked every single one of their opponents, right? I mean, the uh, Ohio and non-conference play, Auburn, Central Michigan, Northwestern, Minnesota, Indiana, Maryland, Rutgers, Michigan. These are all wins by multiple scores for Penn State. Like, I, I kind of like this team. This offensive line is really good. They get quarter. They get good quarterback play. Defensively, if you look at it from an F, like against FBS opponents for Penn State, we're talking about a top 10 team in the country, seventh in EPA per play defensively. Am I, am I, oh, am I overselling Penn State here? Because like, I kind of haven't bet anything in this yet. But uh, for me, I think it's Penn State money line against Utah State. I think this team's kind of undervalued by the betting market. I get it. I do. I'm actually on the opposite side here, JBT. Because you're no, let's right. Go I mean, look, let's when, go to break. Let's go to break. Let's go. No. <laughs> look, when they've won, it has been by an impressive margin. But also look at the strength of those teams they overcame. I mean, it was the crap load of teams in the Big Ten. And any time they faced a worthy opponent, they got smoked, right? Against Michigan, against Ohio State. Maybe not smoked, but they got beat by a pretty sizable margin. Utah would qualify as a worthy opponent that would do the same in my estimation. I love Kyle Whittingham. He has instilled a tough philosophy for his unit really since he's been there and I've really liked Utah a lot Uh, and you know we'll get into it more but the short of it and then we'll expound on it. I do like Utah here. I give them the slightest. Danny, we'll do what I say we're going to do. All right. So (laughs) we'll we'll get on this more. We'll expand on it a little bit more. All right. We'll take our break. Come back. Get a little bit more. And of course this halftime line getting set for the second half of the Music City Bowl. Come on back live that Saturday. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is live bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is offering football fans, yes, football fans, a chance to pocket an extra 20% in cash winnings. Just log into your BetMGM account today to receive your EPL Parlay Boost token. Then place an EPL parlay with a minimum of three legs. Soccer players have two legs. If the parlay hits, an extra 20% is going to be added to your winnings. New to BetMGM, download the app, sign up today to jump into the action with your EPL parlay boost token. Find out why football is more exciting than ever when you wager the king of sportsbooks. Grab your EPL parlay boost token at BetMGM right now and take your shot at a big win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets for site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. All right, live bet Saturday rolls on here. Uh, Time flies when you're having fun. So let's go with what we're looking at here. Second half total. Iowa, Kentucky, 13 and a half, uh, or for the game, sitting at 34 and a half. Danny, going over or under? So, like I was, I mean, I, I would have wanted it over that number of 35, but now at 34 in the hook, ah, I don't know. I mean, if I have to do it, I guess I'm still leaning under, right? What was your number? You had 31 or 31 in the hook? 31 and a half. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to go against you. You know, you're cutting it close there. But um, look, in, in an all serious aspect of it, I will, like you said, I, I mean, mm. o- offensively, they haven't been the reason why they've scored. It's been two pick sixes and then the one touchdown. But now that they have that comfortable lead, they could be even more conservative than they already have been. Kentucky, yeah, I guess you're still going to air it out. But maybe at the beginning stages of the second half, you're probably still going to be playing it a little bit safer. You don't want to just completely dismantle your guy out there to, and embarrass him on a national stage. So, yeah, I, it's still going to be a lower scoring type of game, just gross all around. I don't know. Maybe I'd honestly be more tempted to lay 23 in the hook with Iowa. Not that I'm actually going to, but, but wouldn't you think that would be a little bit better of an angle if Iowa's defense is going to keep up? They could tack on at least another field goal or create some kind of other turnover. It sounds disgusting to say that, just to mutter the words with Iowa, but hey, that could be a viable way to do it. Do I? Hmm. I would think, so in a low-scoring game like this, right, so as somebody who has over 31 and a half, and then you have a total of 34 and a half for the game, double-check some of this, um, a three-point middle there has a little bit more value, would it not, than like in a, in a normal game, right? Like if it was a high-scoring right. game, a three-point middle really wouldn't be worth as much for sure but in a game like this that has a really high you know or excuse me a really low scoring capability especially in the second half that has a little bit more value for somebody in my position which has this thing over 31 and a half and an in-game total right now or a second half total if you will is sitting at 34 and a half hmm Mm-hmm. I, you know, personally I'm Circa's not offering looks- by the way not the sorry not to cut you off Danny Circa's no, offering um 14 on the second half, not 13 and a half. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm typically someone who doesn't really seek out as many middles. I I just think it's so hard to really find yourself. I mean, of course, unless you get just an absolute 
huge gap. But I, I'm just fine personally staying with what I got unless you get a sizable enough of that gap to jump in and feel pretty good about both angles. Are you someone who actively looks for that, or is it because of just like you're alluding to how unique this game has been? Um, I'll look for I look for middles a lot. Well, in NBA games, I'll look for middles a lot, right? Yeah, because um, that, that those get pretty volatile. You can get some pretty good um, opportunities. But if they, you know, if, if it presents itself, I went under fourteen, by the way, for the second half. So, okay, let's do it. I like it. So let give me thirty two points in this game. Thirty three. Let's go. Come on, put me right <laughs> on thirty four points. And we'll all be happy. Okay. And it's going to be a good end to the new year for JBT, baby. Yeah. So, all right. I like it. Second half for Alabama and Kansas State. Let's start. Oh, let's go to this one really quickly, too, uh, and get your thoughts because this is one that you've watched quite a bit as well. Watched a little bit more at the end of this half. So, right now, we're talking about second half lines. Alabama, three and a half, total 27 and a half. Would you have an angle either way here? Uh, Alabama, again, 21-10 lead at halftime, favored in the second half by three and a half. I, look, as somebody who thought Kansas State would be pretty live in this game, this was before all of the opt-ins. And given what happened in the first half, Danny, I mean, not 21-10 being misleading, right? But Kansas State did have that 18-play drive that ends on a fourth and goal essentially right at the pylon. Like, this is not the gap, I think, think that it is that a lot of people would consider if you were just to drop them in and say look at Alabama leading 21-10 at half you know what I mean like to put Alabama as a three and a half point favorite to essentially say that they could win this game by about 14 points uh, or more going forward into this game I think kind of sells short the effort that Kansas State had in the first half for sure again it was just kind of lack of execution when it mattered for Kansas State them Uh, settling for the field goal in the first stages of this game, them not converting on that fourth and goal in the end zone when you had the guy wide open, the Alabama defender tripped, you had your opportunity and you blew it, and Alabama's going to make you pay for it, and that's exactly what they did. So, look, it, it was a fantastic start for Kansas State. The live bet presented itself for Alabama. They're looking really strong right now, and I think that will persist. But like I was kind of saying last segment, if you do want to get involved in this game, I think the over would be the right play. And BetMGM actually offering you 58 in the hook, about minus 130 to the over. A lot of other outlets have 59 in the hook, although not as much juice. I wouldn't mind going over 58 in the hook because of what we just said. Like Kansas State is moving the ball consistently. There hasn't really been a big stop aside from that interception. But otherwise, Alabama has been getting their backs pushed against the wall. It's just they've come up with the big stops when necessary. So Kansas State now with even more pressure on them, they're still going to be forced to move the ball and need to. And I think they will do it successfully. And Alabama, because of that, knowing that they can't let up, they won't let up. And why would they anyways? They have talent all around. It's a bowl game. They're still going to let it fly and have fun. So I think it's going to be a higher scoring second half. And I think over 58 in the hook would be the move to make going into the latter stages of this game. Yeah, the big the big difference here, and this is going to be something that Kansas State has to address. Um, Alabama is averaging nine yards per play to six for Kansas State, so it's not like Kansas State is doing nothing here. Uh, yeah. But they, you know, obviously their drives, specifically that eighteen play drive, was is really weighing down their per play basis. Um, their secondary's got to be a little bit more uh, steady, right? They're giving up some big plays downfield. I mean, Alabama's touchdown drive right before the half was what fifty seven seconds, something like yeah. that. Gave up a lot of big plays downfield. That's where you're going to have to be better if you're Kansas State. I mean, but it does. I'll say this, Danny, to kind of go against my own point. There does have a feel of like you're on thin ice almost with Kansas State because you look at some of these numbers. They're fourth, four of nine on third down, two of three on fourth down, right? Like they're pulling teeth to get their offense going. And while they've had some missed opportunities, the two that you mentioned, an interception in Alabama territory, a turnover inside the five yard line, turnover on downs, like. Those are the things you have to take advantage of because you are pulling teeth for your offense, right? Like you might not get those advantages again here in this second half and even six points, 10 points in those drives. If you're getting something out of them, makes a much bigger difference if you're actually going to kind of run out of steam here in the second half, if you will. No, for sure. That's right. And 
It's kind of one of those where, yeah, I, but then it's like, what is, yeah, what does that strategy persist of now that you're down 11? I mean, are you going to continue to be aggressive? Are you going to just take points when you can? That's such an interesting kind of thing to ponder, but you got to imagine it's going to be on the side of being aggressive. They were already doing it and they were doing fine implementing that assertiveness, converting on two fourth downs before they didn't get it when they should have on that fourth and goal. So uh, yeah, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. We'll just see if they're going to be able to execute I think they will be able to, but if I'm not mistaken, I believe Alabama gets the ball first in the second half. So this is going to be huge, too, to see what Bama can do. If Kansas State can get a stop on this first drive, the number is going to adjust a little bit lower. Kansas State has a sense that they're, of course, still in this game. Uh, I think that's probably... Well, certainly, if it adjusts, a better opportunity to jump in on the over, assuming Kansas State can keep moving the ball. All right, last 90 seconds. Did you have anything? You're the Big Ten guy, Mississippi State and Illinois, as Mississippi State, one-and-a-half-point favorite, totals in the range of about uh, 46, and obviously the tragic news of uh, Mike Leach's passing, uh, obviously, before this game gets played. Yeah, I actually like Mississippi State in this game, and I didn't really start delving into it until about yesterday, JVT, but of course the late Mike Leach, I mean, he's going to be on every player's mind heading into this game, a lot of emotion, and this Mississippi State team, I think it just has a great enough offense to where if they get a early lead, a sizable lead, maybe it's 10 nothing, something like that, Illinois doesn't have the makings to come back. Like, yes, their defense is very, very stout, but they're also missing a lot of key pieces in this game. You've already seen slight movement toward the Bulldogs here, about minus one in the hook. Even two at Westgate is where it's as high as uh, we've seen it. But, yeah, I think I'm going to end up on Mississippi State here. They just have more weapons offensively, and I think, of course, they'll be playing with a lot of emotion, and that'll better suit them in this game, and I think they find a way to win. All right, we'll come back. We have plenty left to get to here in our final hour, like for Danny and myself of Live Bet Saturday. Second halves are about to begin in the Sugar and Music City Bowls. And so we have plays both of these games and second half plays as well. So we'll keep those up to date before we get out of here. Continue to break down these college football semifinals as well. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.